Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up, a brand new show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds, R&B, rap, jazz, soul, gospel, even country. But the primary reason for Turn It Up is to feature and help independent artists that take it to the next level by showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks, to help your track stand out like the pros, and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week, we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks that you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So let's stop playing. Get your demos together and get ready to turn it up. If you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. So give us a call. Here's the number, 347-326-9470. Hope you like you can Twitter me your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Ronnie Laws has a soulful sound on tenor that ushered in a new era of jazz funk fusion that helped shape contemporary jazz as we know it today. Laws has a proven natural art of combining the exploratory heart of jazz with the broader reaching strains of soul and pop music. His iconic career includes early 70s gigs with Quincy Jones, Ramsey Lewis, Earth, Wind & Fire, Howard Hewitt, Hugh Masekela, and his brother, Hubert Law. He's often listed on Billboard's Contemporary Jazz Chart. His first hit, Always There, was one of the most popular sax-driven crossover hits of the 70s jazz funk fusion era. He pioneered the sensualization of the soprano sax with quiet storm gems such as Grace, Carmen, and Just Love, Pressure Sensitive, Fever, and Friends and Strangers. The title track of his third album, 
all propel to gold. Ronnie Laws, welcome to Turn It Up. Hello, thank you, Michael. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you on, man. You know, I love it when I'm doing research, and there's so much information there about you and your history and music. It's just phenomenal. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, pretty extensive. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, you made it when you have your own wiki page, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell just one person wasn't the one that added everything in there. So that that's a lot of stuff there. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, yeah. Yeah, so you've been in the industry forever. Just tell us how long you've been in, and what was your your entree into the um, the music world? Uh, you know, I, would, I think it was, you know it goes back to a span of about close to fifty years, and uh, started when I was age twelve, and growing up in Houston, uh, Texas, and uh, started playing the club circuits around about that age, and you know. My my sister, who was a background singer with Kenny Rogers at that time, uh, mm. introduced introduced me to uh, to him and and he invited me to perform, you know, in, in the club uh, circuits in uh, Houston when I was around 12 years old. So it's, that's where it began with for me and and uh, you know I sort of uh, you know the rest is history. <laughs> wow! And at 12 yeah. years old, you were playing sax at that level. Yeah, yeah. I started self-taught and. Uh, and, but I got fundamental training uh, in, 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 you know, in, in, uh, in school and in uh, high school and in the college thereafter. I had multiple music scholarships, uh, going from Berkeley School of Music to North Texas State and mm-hmm. uh, te- Texas Southern. I decided to go to a, a, a really not a well-known uh, uh, college institution as far as music. Is concerned, but it ended up being a, a very good uh, situation for me because uh, it was in East Texas called Nacogdoches, Texas, uh, Stephen F. Austin State University, and and I ended up being the only student of the uh, the dean of the music department, and who happened to be uh, you know a very well, well established saxophonist, and uh, so that that ended up being a very good situation for me, and and uh, but outside you know even outside of the, co- the collegiate cur- you know curriculum, I was I was always performing with older musicians and mm-hmm. that's really where I really have to credit my my you know my maturation as far as growing you know uh, and being nurtured by you know older musicians uh, and I had the real pleasure of you know of growing up with guys like the you know the uh, Joe Sample and Wilton Felder and wow. Wayne mm-hmm. Wayne Henderson of the Jazz Crusaders and mm-hmm. and uh, those are like uh, they were you know Ten years older and eleven years older than I, but I mean, I used to follow those guys around and, you know, sit in the corner while they were, you know, practicing and, you know, and so, uh, you know, it was a very rich musical environment for me. Aside from, you know, my 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 my, uh, my family, you know, uh, you know, started with my mom. She was very instrumental in, uh, you know, it, it sort of laying the groundwork for, you know, exposing exposing us to so many different musical art forms, you know, genres. Primarily, primarily blues. I mean, um, yeah, I'm a huge, huge blues fan. You know, and um, you know, the artists like BB King and uh, yeah. Buddy Waters. <laughs> uh, you know, Jimmy Reed. I mean, so those, those were, you know, as I said, I mean, that 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 was my beginning. Right, right. And you, you talked about sitting in the corner watching these guys work when they're doing what they did um, at such a young age. What what did you glean from watching these guys? What did you understand about what it is and how it how it was that they put together such amazing music? Well, you know they they set the the standard as far as um, you know how to practice, what to practice, you know, and and and, and you know the, the being what it means to be a professional, you know, even though they were you know, just teenagers, but they took their you know they took their craft very seriously, you know, and. That, and that I noticed from the very beginning, you know, how they really, uh, you know, music was not a hobby for them. You know, it was, it was, it was a way of life, you know. And so I, that's what I, you know, uh, appreciated about their, uh, the, you know, the, 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 the standard that they set. And, uh, you know, and they, they, they were pretty hardcore as far as being critical mm-hmm. about, you know, 
uh, you know, taking the music seriously. And you know, if you didn't, uh, they didn't want you around them. You know? Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that you know, and that, and that was good. My brother was like that. I mean, you know, he, you know, mm-hmm. extremely, uh, uh, you know, hardcore as it relates to you know doing it right, you know, and uh, perfecting your craft. Wow. Now, when you said um, what to practice. Somehow I just knew that you weren't talking about solos. So what did you mean by what to practice? <laughs> well, you know, for me, I started off basically, you know, uh, being guided by having a really good ear. I, you know, I, I, yeah. I really appreciate the gift of having a good ear, which, mean, which means that, you know, I was able to hear and uh, sort of dissect, you know, things that I heard, you know, recordings and and um and 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 interact with it you know and and uh, I, you know the thing that inspired me were you know was listening to some of the earliest saxophone greats you know, and i mentioned wilton felder who was you know as far as i was uh, concerned was a very underrated t- t- tenor sax player but mm-hmm. he was a phenomenal bassist with you know did, he did a lot of the motown uh, t- tracks you know in the early 60s and uh, but then there were other artists that came out of uh, saxophonists out of Texas. David Fathead Newman, who you know, who character was featured in the the, the movie Ray. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was one of my inspirations. And, uh, wow. and uh, you know, there were so many great saxophones that came out of Texas. You know, so I mean, I I thankfully just fell in line with that. And but I was able to, you know, I mean, I I, I entertained myself daily with you know with those guys and listening to what they you know how they how they how they um, um, you know, uh, approach, you know, the, the instrument, you know, and mm-hmm. their, their, their style and, and, you know, and, and their signature uh, sounds. Yeah, and, and you, you almost, it's almost like um, you, you talk about sort of an apprenticeship in music that you were brought up by all of these music greats that you had this contact with. And, um, you know, even people like Quincy Jones, um, you know, falling in line with him so early in your career as well. So, Tell us a little bit about how these things sort of um, built upon one another and brought you to where you are. Well, you know, my brother um, was a graduate of Juilliard School of Music, uh, mm-hmm. but and he doesn't he doesn't use that as a you know to credit where you know his his <laughs> where he is musically you know. But he uh, I I would occasionally during the when school was out during the summer months, uh, you know, I would go in, and stay with him in in New York, New York City. And uh, of course, he was, you know, he was a premier session player. He would, you know, all the sessions, uh, major sessions that were, con- you know, that was directed by people like Quincy Jones and and um, you know other, uh, you know, uh, very famous uh, writers and producers. And I would, you know, I would go on, on those sessions with him. And so I got a chance to, you know, to see, you know, the the best in the business, you know, at, at what they do. And so uh, that nurtured me. I mean, I, I paid very close attention to that, and uh, and I and I kept that very close to me as far as the, the you know the standards that they set in uh, in being a professional, you know. So uh, that that's that that was that was the nurturing ground for me, you know, was being always being in, in, in an environment like that. Um, so when, consequently, when I <laughs> in college, I mean, I had full full music scholarship, you know, where I was attending uh, uh, school. But it was a uh, I, it, it, I was I was conflicted by the fact that uh, I actually got more, you know, outside of that curriculum, you know, playing, mm. you know, performing with the older right, musicians right. because uh, they, you know they really inspired me to write, you know, and composition and all of that, you know. So uh, that then consequently, I sort of left uh, college when I was a junior, and um, you know, I have I look back on it. Sometimes I have regrets that I didn't finish, but uh, I think, you know, I'm not going to complain about it because I think you know I'm in a good place. You know? Right, right. Yeah. And um, you did mention that you know your um, the dean of the school also one of the schools you attended was a, a sax player, but I think. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the secrets is surrounding yourself around people who take music as seriously and love music the way you do and are absolutely. as talented. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the key. I mean, it really is. And um, uh, I was very very fortunate, and uh, you know, to to be to be in that that kind of an environment, you know, because uh, it really served a it served a, a very valuable purpose for me. 
Yeah, and I just wonder about that now today, you know, because of mm-hmm. the record companies are, are a little different than what they were before. And um, I don't know what's yeah. going on now in studios as opposed to what the stories that I hear of the past. But I'm All just right. hoping that there are still some young and up-and-coming musicians who are getting that same type of nurturing that you got. I mean, because I can see how valuable it is. And, and really, that is who you are. That's based on your experiences uh, and the type of care and attention that people took and noticing your talent but also looking to pour into it as well absolutely yeah you're right uh it's very unfortunate you know what's happening in in the industry as well as in the school curriculums you know i mean they've really sort of uh uh, taken the musical uh curriculum out of most of the you know junior high and high schools and and to me that's a very sad commentary on on uh where we are today because uh that's that's where it began for me. I mean, that, that's you know, that's where I got the nurturing and with you know having teachers that who you know music music teachers who are really uh, you know uh, in, inspirational, uh, for providing you know guidance and inspiring me to continue to, to, to do what I want, what I love doing. Um, but you know, the the the, the advantage that uh, today's technology provides for for young and upcoming musicians is you know it's, it's really incredible. You know, you can. Mm-hmm. Basically, you can you know create your own you know your own uh, you know set up your own career you know you know through, as we're speaking through the internet and you have those you know that to me that's a new frontier and uh, yeah. I, I strongly encourage you know the young artists uh, to take advantage of that you know to, of that forum format right. right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that does fast forward a lot of things, but what it doesn't change is. Um, it allows a lot of other folks too to get into the business who are not as serious about music, but are more skilled in the marketing aspect and some of the other things it takes nowadays to be able to manipulate a software program that makes music as well. So, yeah, absolutely, it, that's true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you're right on with that. That's very, very true, and that that is unfortunate, you know. But you know, I mean, the uh, I really, you know, real talent, you know, sort of. Uh, uh, Always rise to the top, you know. And, yeah, I'm uh, just gonna really say that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, you know, the the, the one night wonders or <laughs> what one hit wonders, you know, they, <laughs> you know they're, they're usually, you know, it's just a, a weeding out process that you know that just happens naturally, and so uh, you know, my my mother used to always preach to me that you know it's not the fastest, you know, it's the it's the one who lasts the longest, who who, who endures, you know. So right. and that's that's the you know that's that's the foundation of you know on which I built I built my career you know you know and so it's not an overnight thing you know it's it's a, it's a process you know and it's, it's take, it takes years to to cultivate and, and nurture and 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 establish who, you know who you who you eventually will become you know right and a lot of that nurturing too it comes from within too and believing in yourself and understanding who you want to be and staying Absolutely. true to that. Absolutely, you're right. In in the industry, there's always someone who's ahead of you that may try to bend you in another direction, thinking that, you know, it may be your pathway, even just for a minute, that it's worth it. But, you know, a lot of artists and musicians really just have to stay there and wait for people to recognize them as opposed to them trying to be the person that they think everyone wants. I I totally agree with that. I really, I mean, I couldn't say it any better. You're right. And, uh, so you know you have to have a passion for what you're doing, you know whether it's music or whatever, and and you know and keeping your focus is the central thing. I mean because as you said, I mean they're, they're, you know you're going to be surrounded, or you're going to be you know and put put in situations where people don't believe what you believe, you know mm-hmm. or they don't believe in you as you believe in yourself. So you mm-hmm. have to have that 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 determination and then focus to you know to keep your you know keep as they say keep your eyes on the prize, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and Ronnie, just tell us a little bit about Always There. Um, for me, it's like a signature tune for you. I mean, you know, it, it's probably, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it, it, it's, it's a mood. It's almost as if to say, you know, when you see this guy, this is how he is, his personality. That's what it is. It's almost like a personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I, you know, the, the the title I you know I, I basically has a lot to do with the struggle of doing you know of, of, of you know maintaining and 
and and pushing forward, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and doing what you do, you know. And so you can always have uh, challenges, and that's where that you know that that term always there comes from, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. but you're right; it does. It, it is a signature, you know, of of um, of um, you know, in a way, not the sum total of my of my personality, but it does reflect that. You know. Right, right. Okay, awesome. Well, well, take us into the Always There track. Just give us a quick intro. I'm sorry? Give us a quick intro into that track. We're going to play that now. Oh, Always There? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's... <laughs> the melody is... <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. That's better than what I asked for. Right. Here we are. Ronnie Laws is Always ways there and I tell you when you hear this track you're going to say oh yeah I know that I know that one yeah
that's it right there. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Mike. Listen, I hate to cut this short, but I, I got to get ready for my my show. And uh, oh yeah, well, gonna... tell us a little bit about the venue and the event. Well, it's called the Bethesda Blues and Jazz uh, 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 Theater, and mm-hmm. uh, it's an I I guess uh, the, like been quite a few. Uh, you know, international artists that are you know performing here. So it's I have a sold out show tonight, so I gotta, gotta go gotta get ready for that. You know. Okay. So, but it's it's been a pleasure though. I mean, I've really enjoyed the uh spending time speaking you know, talking about uh the industry and hopefully it'll be a, a benefit to, you know, some of the younger, you know, and upcoming artists. Awesome. So we're going to play a few more of your tracks on the way out, but, um, you know, have a great show tonight. I really appreciate you taking time out for the show tonight. Thank you so much, Marcus. Have a good evening. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Rise and plant your seeds in the early spring. Summer's gone away, winter's back again. Nothing stays the same Who gets dumb, hides hard, and plays the game Cause every generation of our lives We make some movie Laws with every generation. Looking at the discography of Ronnie Laws, it's just amazing. In 1975, he released Pressure Sensitive. In 1976, Fever. 1977, Friends and Strangers. 1978, Flame. In 1980, Every Generation. 1981, Solid Ground. 1982, Mr. Nice Guy. 1984, Classic Masters. And 1986, Mirror Town. 1987, All Day Rhythm. In 1989, True Spirit. 1990, Identity. 1992, Deep Soul. 1995, he released three albums, Brotherhood, Pressure, and Natural Laws. In 1996, Tribute to the Legendary Eddie Harris. In 1998, Portrait of the Isley Brothers. In the year 2000, Dream a Little. 2001, Ronnie Laws Live, in 2004, Everlasting, in 2009, Voices in the Water. Amazing. Next up, Ronnie Laws with Friends and Strangers.
Hey, we got some good news, guys. Freestyle Fridays is back. Now, we're not doing it next week, uh, but we will be doing the show very soon. So, for you who have heard about Freestyle Fridays and are still not sure how it actually works, here's the concept. Send in your radio edit MP3 track to a measure truth at gmail.com with the hashtag Freestyle Fridays in the subject line by the Wednesday of the week that you hope to be on Turned It Up. Now, in the body of the email, send me your name, uh, the track title, and the last four digits of your phone number. So we'll use that to call, you know, into the show. And if we select you, we'll know what number to look for. Now, wait for an email confirmation that your track will receive airplay from our producer. And um, what we'll do is we'll give you the call-in number and all the information you need at that point. Um, when we decided that the track is good. Now, we need you to make sure that you're connected to me on Facebook. That's real important. You know, we need to be able to contact you and make sure that we can confirm that you're going to be ready for the show. Now, you got to practice. Practice your track info. Be ready to give your social media contact info. You only have about two minutes to say who you are. Give your social media, intro your track. And so, Remember, there are other people waiting to get on just like you. And the object is to get as many of you on the show as possible. But the most important thing is we need a clean edit. And that means no profanity, you know, no vulgar language at all. And nothing too sexual. I'm sorry. It's got to be, you know, ready for radio. And for you guys that don't understand that, I'm prime time, 7 o'clock, family time. So, you know, think of that when you're thinking of the tracks you want to send in. Next, what you'll do is you'll just tell your friends to tune in. Share the show link on your page. I'll post it on my Facebook, and then from there, you can copy it and paste it to your page as well. And um, you may just receive an invitation, you know, if the, uh, your track is good enough or your social media following is just begging to hear more, we could have you on Turn It Up, you know, just featuring your music for the entire world to hear. That's it. You know, the rest is up to you. So, hey, get on it. Um, get some tracks together. Figure out which one you'd like to send. If you have to, beep or, you know, reverse some words or do whatever you got to do to make it radio edit. And just, you know, send it in and we'll be happy to put you on the show. All right. And this show is all about independent recording artists. You know, we're trying to help you guys out. We're trying to get you out there. But we're also trying to help you to understand what the industry requires. So, you know, you got to sort of... Um, in order to get on the show. You know, I've got my own image to worry about as well, so we definitely have to keep it clean, all right? And um, we'll keep doing this show. We'll, we'll do it as long as we get participation, so it's up to you guys, all right? So here's Todd Al and his crazy, insane self, trying to, uh, I don't know what he's talking about today, but we'll, we'll just have to see. You know who it is. So gotta that into your name. This is Johnny Jones. I'm a sidekick. I say, at a name day. That's right. Okay? Now, well, like the great big afford I'm a day and the Virgo. Allowing us to come through and do this show one more time. Thank you, Fatty Mike. Well, let's get on down to it, okay? Let's do it. Don't went out of business. They didn't see this coming. There's no good. People tell you they want to fall in love. Isn't falling embarrassing? Can't you just step into it? I'm going to say my thanks. Hamburgers don't got no pork in them. Isn't that like saying you're eating fish sticks that's made out of sausage? That's nasty. What is this? When somebody say fat chance, or somebody say slim chance, they still mean the same thing. Okay. People say to expect the unexpected, but if you expect the unexpected, doesn't that mean the unexpected is already expected? What? What are you talking about? I didn't get it. Every time you turn on the news, 
they're going to say good morning or good afternoon. Good afternoon. My name's Jason Johnson. And, and then I they have... proceed to tell you everything in the world that made today a bad day. And North Korea's missiles are still aimed at the U.S. You wonder why the sun make your skin darker, but it make your hair lighter. You wonder why women can do everything. They can even have babies. One thing they can't do is put mascara on with their mouth closed. Yeah, I wonder why. They call the airport the terminal. I don't know about you, but last thing that I heard of that was terminal didn't sound too safe. Now, I ain't trying to take no terminal flights nowhere. I'm going to stay home today. And last but not least. Last one. Yeah, I wonder why. Why? The word apart is in the word apartment. But there's 20 of y'all that live in the same building. That's crazy. Ah, that's all we got this week, folks. No, my. Come on back next week. We're going to pick back up where we left off. It's your boy, Chad and Joe. And my sidekick, Jose Hernandez. That's right. Okay, we're going to see you when we see you.
Donna Hardiman, you've been listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. 